All righty then. Tales from the Green Room, episode number 113 with Greg Shields of Cashed Out. What's up, Greg? Happy 420. Hi. I'm so stoked for this holiday. It's pretty mellow in my camp. This is your favorite holiday. Yeah. This is like, this is my Christmas. This is your Christmas. If I was was in California, I'd be getting a lot of gifts. Yeah, for sure. Maybe Colorado. But you're not not in uh, California. You're in Florida, right? That's right. Good old Orlando. Nice Orlando, love down there. You guys are here a lot. We are, we are. We love Florida, man. Florida's a second home. I'm happy yeah. about it. So, uh, what's what's going on, man? How's your how's your quarantine? Uh, it's pretty chill. Been fishing a lot. And, fishing a uh, lot. I see your I see your stories. Writing songs. That's uh, good. Home. So I'm I'm home with the kid for. For a while, so I've been uh, just getting a getting a chance to fish with him, and we attached these. Uh, I bought this new bike. If you remember on Warped Tour, I bought like three bikes. I remember you have a thing for bikes, <laughs> uh, but I bought another bike, and uh, I attached um, rod holders to it. And now we just drive or ride up and down the river looking for fish, but nothing's biting. Nothing's biting. What's up to all our live guests right now? Nikki, Snowy, Aubrey, Kristen, Connor, Kiko, Kayla, Monica, Michael, Catherine, Michelle. What is going on, everybody? We're trying to get Greg closer to his uh, his router. Yeah. Is that any better? Uh, Yeah, I think. Maybe. Sick. So we totally use the neighbor's internet over here. Ah, no, nice. I just went in the garage. Yeah, I think that's going to work. He doesn't mind. He totally lets us. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what did I miss? Uh, I said that I'm not really into fishing. I just never got into it. Not like a much a much of an outdoors type of guy. There's a lot of good fishing in Maryland. Is there? I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, you got the Chesapeake. Yeah. Right. Uh, we went there with Jackson's dad, and it was all. Like there's, it's like flooded and a bunch of trees in the, in the way, Oh wow! but it was still decent fishing. <clears throat> yeah. It's really nice down there on the Chesapeake for sure. Out on the Bay, um, Solomon's Island, ocean city, uh, out, out the Atlantic. It's a, uh, Maryland is a, uh, p- people don't think about it. Like people always say like when we're out on the road, well, at least they used to, um, you guys are from California, right? I'm like, no, no, we're from, we're yeah. from Maryland. And, uh, somehow it's just not cool to be from Maryland or something. And, um, we'd be on tour with like bands like dirty heads or like the B foundation or somebody. <laughs> They'd be like, you guys are California. We're like, nah, we're from Maryland, but they're from California. And everybody, the, the whole group would leave us and go talk to the California guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maryland, cool, I swear it's cool. It's beautiful. They just assume that if you're, in a reggae band that you're from California or Jamaica and obviously you're not from Jamaica. Everybody knows that reggae comes from California. Everyone knows that. (laughs) So, uh, what's, what's going on, man? I I see you guys are, uh, you're in the studio, right? We are, well, we've been in and out of the studio. They, we kind of got put, we're on lockdown over here. Um, so, and that happened right as we were, it's like on our last day of the studio. 
So we are recording, making just new stuff, you know, We're stoked to write new songs. Jackson is really budding into this amazing songwriter. He's always been, but like, I feel like he's fine in his pocket and he's got killer songs and we're going to, we got to do virtual sessions now. That's, that's what it's become. Yeah. It's the new normal, man. I, I, it's actually pretty exciting. Like to be able to still, still be able to work, you know? Um, I remember talking about working with, uh, Jeffrey again and Dan again, you know, uh, before all this went down, we were already talking about it, like back in December, talking about doing writing sessions over Skype or something like that. And, uh, now it's like, we're kind of forced to do it. So, you know, you just, you gotta embrace it. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, dude, I've been writing some of my best stuff or maybe it's just like new to me and it's refreshing, but even like I've got some clients that, uh, I, I write with a lot when I'm home. Uh, and then I got some new ones and like just the stuff that I've been able to turn out. I don't know if I'm just like finally relaxed enough because everything, you know, with our schedules, it's like, okay, you got two weeks, make a whole album, go be creative right on the spot. And to be able to like not have anything to do, it's like, oh man, this might cut into some fishing time. I was going to wash my car. <laughs> like it's, it's, it frees up a lot of mental space, which is, is needed when you're, when you're trying to be creative. Yeah. So it, yeah. I've been, I've been enjoying it. That's great. So how many, uh, how many tracks are you guys working on at the moment? Uh, I believe currently there's 11 in this recording that we're making now um and i don't know how much i can say about it some of the stuff we've hinted online people could figure out what we're doing but it's not been officially announced um but yeah we're making we're just going to be in the studio for a long time that's how i got this beard and um i can't grow a studio beard man Dude, just let, just let, you got to just let it be and see what happens. It doesn't come in. It's not going to be even. It's not going to be, I mean, look, it's just like, I don't know what's going on here, but I just don't like when it gets in my mouth. (laughs) So what you're saying is I have to approach growing a beard the same way I build a career. I play the long game. It takes time. Yeah. It won't happen overnight. (laughs) If yeah. I'm expecting a nice robust beard, I need to I need to quit now and just shave off the the eighth grade crustache because it's not going to happen. Think, I think that's how the country bands do so well. They got big beards, and they've just been at it for a long time. Yeah, the size of your beard uh, it shows the uh, the strength of your commitment and your drive. I think. That's right. You know, think about it. You got Yasad has a great beard. Yassad's Micah got a strong beard. Has a, yeah, these are very talented veterans. Out there crushing for sure. So, uh, is so is this thing? Um, <clears throat> is it acoustic? You're, are you working with Stevie? I've seen Stevie in, in, in some of the. Yeah, there's oh. a lot of acoustics. Cool stuff. We. Uh, 
we got some sweet tailors in the mail and the tones on them are just like unmatched. I love a tailor. I need your tailor guy, man. Fuck. He might be watching. If he's watching. Tailor guy oh. watching. I'm in yeah. a pretty decent band, you know? Yeah. We moved some units is what I'm saying, you know? Didn't you have like a bad acoustic accident recently? I had a bad acoustic accident. I was on that Eric Rockmoney tour back in December. I got on an airplane. Never, ever had this problem. Got on this airplane, got to the show in Denver, went to go do my sound check, opened up the case, and I knew something was different. <laughs> and the, the strings were like, like super, like the action was insane. It was like that far from the fretboard. And it was like bowed. And I was like, whoa, that's not right. And I picked it up and the whole back of the neck was just split open. Um, yeah. And everybody's like, so did you, you didn't detune, bro? I'm like, I've never fucking heard that. I've never heard that that's a thing. Uh, it's a thing. Yeah. Well, I've heard, I've heard so many people. Everybody is a, a, is a physics expert when I talk about this. Um, I've heard bro, you got to detune the strings so that shit doesn't happen because they get tight. We're on the plane because of all the pressure. You know, it's in the belly of the plane and the, and, the, and the cold air and all that. And then I heard, no, you never take the tension off the neck. You never, ever do that. Then I've heard, yeah, you just do like a quarter turn, just, just a little bit less, just to kind of end, eh, just because they'll tighten up a little bit. I've never had that problem. I've flown with that acoustic before, did not have the problem. And that other time that I did it, it happened. Um, you know, so it's just... Whatever. Maybe I just unlucky, or maybe maybe the people like was it uh, Southwest or something, or or whatever it was. Maybe they just, just threw my shit around, and destroyed it. I don't know. So what did you do? Well, I bought a new guitar that with that following week when I got home from that tour. I borrowed a I borrowed a guitar from um, from uh, the the John Dank show. Um. And then I had, we were coming through Maryland, like passing through. So Brian Sandell swung by my house and picked up my other acoustic for me and brought it to the tour. And then I bought a new guitar the following week. Um, and then I actually had the new one uh, fixed. I had it replaced. I, this is the first time I mentioned this. I was going to say that. Um, I had it replaced and I, I got to get it tweaked again. The action's a little high on it, but it's it's good as new, you know? So that was pretty cool. Um yeah. Yeah, but it's it's always a bummer when uh, your gear gets busted up, you know, especially when you're on tour. Yeah, that's I would be devastated. Really, I've been broken into before, uh, but not not have my gear damaged yet. We've been robbed maybe four or five times in the last twelve years. Fourteen. Yeah. I had uh, once in San Antonio, and. Uh, me and Nick, oh, I'm sure you've probably heard about this a lot. Nick was there. You're Nick. Oh, was this uh, out? This is in our old band. Oh, that's right. Were you guys traveling in the in the ambulance? Uh, initially, we had taken the ambulance to follow the warp tour, and then we, I believe, though, we had already lost the ambulance because they had some mechanical stuff, and we were in like a cargo van that we had to get off of Craigslist for like 600 bucks and we were trying to meet back up with the tour 
and we were playing on the streets of San Antonio, you know, they got like a river thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. And came back to the van and it was just wide open and they, they took a lot of stuff, but thankfully we had all the money and our acoustics on us. So, uh, they didn't get that, but they did get a lot of things. Dude, it's such a, they're the worst kind of people. <laughs> yeah. You're like wondering like, were they watching me? How long were they watching me? And I feel it's, it's a, that was such a crazy adventure. That's uh <clears throat> yeah, we, we, we've had situations. The first time was in Florida. We were, uh, in, uh, like Sarasota or like South of Tampa. Oh, what's the name of that town? Damn it. Um, anyway, we played, we played the show and, uh, came out and somebody had busted through. We had a, like a conversion van at the time. So it was, it was more homey, you know, than like a 350. And so like, um, you could slide the window open and, and there was a screen there and yep. someone had left the window open and somebody just like punched through the screen and like grabbed whatever they could out of the side. Um, and then we were in Chicago and left it on a pretty busy street. And somebody must've been watching us pull up, man. We came out the next morning and like the backside window was busted out. Like everything was taken a hundred bucks, you know, I was like, out of our Jeez. tour manager's backpack. For some reason he left his backpack in the, in the car, in the van, just, that's awful, man. You hear these awful things like uh, I think Bump and Ugly's had their like uh, their lock drilled out of their van. We were in St. Louis that that first weekend that we were on tour a few years back, and Expendables uh, got got their shit broken into in like Houston, I think, or maybe Authority Zero. Yeah, it's just people suck, man. <laughs> they do. They do. It's like they know who they're getting to. That's the fucked up thing. You know, it's not loaded. I don't know why you like going to bust into a van. Ooh, let's smell their socks, dude. <laughs> that would be even creepier. It was like, if, if they left a note, like with like lipstick on, it's like, smelled your socks. Thanks. Have a great tour. Like yeah. nothing was touched. Dude, at least, at least, you know, that, that initial, like whoever went first got a whiff, you know, they got a whiff at least they like, had to come creeping out the hole you know? yeah for sure for sure band vans are not uh i i got old trusty right here she's she's she got some strong odors in there <laughs> they uh the, the van can smell very very bad um we're we're pretty good about uh cleaning you know and like getting all the like staying on top of the the trash removal you know every every time we hit a truck stop you know, the, usually throughout the day, you know, you'll fill up the trash can. We're always like, all right, any trash, you know, we'll, we'll stop and get the gas and any trash and everybody passes the trash up, take the trash out, you know, replace the bag, throw up a air freshener. And now, now having a sprinter and it's like all, all decked out, it's like, we can plug in like, <laughs> like glade plugins and shit, you know? So that, that definitely helps. You guys became, you guys became all sophisticated when you, when well, you got that Mercedes. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was well deserved, if you ask me, because we we had we oh, toured for sure. eleven years, and we were about to buy like our sixth like E three fifty or something like that. And I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm getting old. My knees are killing me. 
you know, being being six foot six, man, and like trying to sleep on a bench for anyone to sleep on a bench. It sucks. But like being as tall as I am and Donald as tall as he is, he's six five, like just our knees, man, my knees got destroyed. And then it was great because once we made the change and we got the bunks now and everything, the bunks are six, eight. And uh, so I can stretch. And once we made that change, like my knees, my knees stopped hurting. Like, ah, oh, it was that fucking van, you know? I'm just glad we you made it. You probably grew taller. What's that? You probably grew a little bit taller. Probably did. We did. Yeah, I was being suppressed. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was holding you back from your true, true height. It's holding me back. So what are you oh, doing obviously. today for this, on this glorious holiday, 420? What, what, are, you, what are you doing? I, I realized when I, after I booked you, I was like, oh, shit, it's 420. This is perfect. It was subconscious, yeah. I think. Uh, you would think that I would just be, you know, blazing it up. But uh, my day, I, I got, I'm with my kid a lot, so I don't really do that um, when he's around. And uh, we're going fishing. We got new baits coming in from our buddy, Country Boy Baits. And he's really stoked about it. I'm really stoked about it. So I'm gonna take him over to the lake and uh, rip some lips. You know? All right, man. Rip some lips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's code for uh, hooking. That's a fish. Florida talk for fishing. Yeah, yeah. That's if you catch them. We haven't been catching nothing. I always feel so. bad. Like whenever I have gone fishing, I feel bad for the fish. Like the hook will go up in their eye or something. Oh, geez, what are you doing? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to fish, bro. <laughs> uh. No, this it actually doesn't doesn't really hurt him too bad, you know. I get it. it there's no way it cannot hurt if you're getting hooked, but um, they seem to like it. I mean, they keep <laughs> coming back. They keep keep biting it. It's you got to think the decision was theirs first. It's true. There's a whole lake, you know. You're, if they you're, bite you're, them. Yeah, you're testing them. <laughs> It's yeah. it's like Dar- Darwinism at its finest. Yeah, it's totally catch and release. Too. It's not, and I haven't killed one in a while. So you you put a hole in their face, and then you let them go, and you're like, you remember that shit. Well, I actually take a picture and I give them a story. Every fish has a story. Uh, you can't just let them go and never remember it again. There's oh, that wasn't just a fish. They have a name usually an occupation. Um, and you can find these in my, on my Instagram. It's in my highlights. Yeah. Uh, your Instagram stories are great. All your fishing stuff. Everybody, uh, give Greg a follow right here. Hold on. There it is right there, right there, right there. Boom. (laughs) That's hard. Yeah. That's weird. Right. Everybody go follow Greg right here on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> uh, I'm not even high. Um, <clears throat> yeah, go follow him and uh, watch his, uh, his highlights. Um, so uh, tell me about Ben, the fish. Ben? Yeah. I got to remember that one. Look, Is man, you got to remember... You got to remember the fish that you're you're putting a hole in their face and, and releasing well, them wild. 
Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go through. There's there's a couple good ones in there that I do remember. I just don't remember their name. You know, I meet a lot of people and a lot of fish. It's the same. So yeah, you know, everybody's got a story. The fish are a little. Uh, this story happens really fast because I got to get them back into the water. Uh, oh, it won't let me view it unless I'm signing. Well, you get the idea. Yeah. There's one that has like you know drug problem. There's one that uh, sells Mary Kay. You see it all. You just never know what you're going to get. I mean, every fish has to make its way. You know, it's got to. Uh, they're out there grinding just like we are. They're killing it. Just big fish, small fish. They get every, everything. It's a whole circle of life in there. Right. I'm more concerned. I, lately, there's been a lot of water moccasins out. I don't like that. That's uh, that thing's scary. And I almost stepped on one in this retention. I was because the lake's like a good forty minutes from where I'm at. If there's traffic, which there shouldn't be traffic, but there is. And uh, so I tried to fish the retention pond back here or over here, and it was going good until that day. And now I won't go back. <laughs> we call it we call it Moccasin Creek now. Moccasin Creek. I don't fuck with yeah. wildlife, man. That's one one reason. It, 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 usually, you know, I've. I'm not a snake guy. I don't like snakes at all. And I've grown to understand them a little bit more and just understand that they're afraid of me just as much. Uh, and that's helped, but I still don't want to see them. Right. Yeah. And it's just, they're so like, can be unannounced. That's the, it's just a creepy, just make a noise. You know, that's why I like, I, I don't like, but rattlesnakes, cool they like yo don't step on me you know i appreciate that yeah that happened my band always they love to hike i don't get it you know they just let's go walk in the woods it's like bro there's snakes everywhere (laughs) and it happened we were in arizona and we saw one and it was cool because it was like it just did that. It was like, yo, here I am. I'm going to keep going. And you just post up right there. I was like, all right, Mr. Snake. I, thanks. Didn't nobody got bit. So on to the next one, I guess. I'm yeah. not hiking anymore. I never, haven't gone hiking with him since. <laughs> yeah, I always see uh, pictures of you guys going out on, in the woods and shit. You and your boys. You'll see mostly them. If it's out, unless there's water, I'm not going. Mar- Marshall's quite the motivator. He is. He's a, that's why he's our tour manager as well. He's our drummer too, but he's, yeah. he's pretty good about stuff. It's like, we got to do this. We got to do this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to March yeah. right now. It's usually, it's like, yeah, he's the enforcer. He's make sure we're there on time. We're not fucking around. You need that. There's a, there's a lot of like band um, no nos, you know. And he's, he like, he makes sure that we're not doing the no nos. Like uh, like what? What's what are what are some no nos? What are some boogaboos? Well, 
I mean, I learned all this from touring with you guys. This is <laughs> kind of funny. You know, just stuff like we, we make sure that the beer that gets drunk is for, for that band. Uh, we make sure that we're always on time. We have van rules. You guys probably have your own set. but Every band's got their own process, you know? Yeah, we don't... Uh, we don't have, we try to keep the body fluids to a minimum in the van. Um, little to none. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that's a given. Yeah. Um, no pee. I'm not going to describe. Yeah. Jackson really wants to have a, a, a pee hole tube thing. Oh, we thought of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm not about it. <laughs> so. I'll just pull over. And yeah, let, we uh, Donald will make sure he gets gets like a like a Gatorade or one of those big iced teas or something. So he'll drink mm-hmm. it and then I'll have something to pee in later. So we'll have to stop because like stopping on the side of the road is can be very sketchy and weird. Um, Absolutely. And and pulling off to a truck stop, you know, it takes about at least fifteen minutes of your time. There's always everybody's got to get on pee. And then it's like, somebody's walking around buying a candy bar, or, you know, looking at the awesome t-shirts at the truck stop, you know? And, uh, yeah. well, we're pretty, we're pretty snappy though. Like if we're, if we're on a time crunch and like we're running late or something like that, it's like, all right, make it quick. You know, get in, get out. No, no loitering, you know, we, uh, have found that if we tack on like three hours to our, uh, ETA, then we're usually good to like make whatever uh, destination. And we're like always the first band there, anyway. I know you guys are always there early. You guys like usually just drive overnight, right? Yeah, we'll yeah. do a lot of that. There's, it doesn't make sense for us to leave a hotel at 5 a.m., get to the place. Shortly after, I don't know. It's just I don't do all that TM stuff, so yeah. I, I just say, okay, fine. We'll, we'll I'll go where the van goes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you got like I said, you got to have that that at least one person that has everything, you know, the organization together and gets everybody, you know, whips everybody into shape and is, you know, all right, let's go. You know, the, the tour manager. So that's great. <clears throat> um, it's our doodle. Yeah. It's Marshall. That's Marshall's nickname. Marshall. Shout out to uh shout out to Jackson who still wants the pee hole tube. Oh, never gonna get you never heard he hasn't heard that song, but I know you have never never gonna get it. Oh, by never, Vogue? Never get it. Oh yeah. dude, I love that song. And Vogue was so good. Um, so you guys played a killer show, I believe it was in Denver with pepper uh, yes i mean oh i keep seeing God. footage from so, that and i'm man what a great looking show that was it was the best show i've ever played and i think i could probably speak for my dudes too that was a kill that whole tour was amazing that was like a nice like it, and the movement joined us and uh expendables as well Sick. so it was just it was killer uh it's like sold out four thousand over four thousand people and what a time and it's crazy to come off of that and then do nothing 
<laughs> there is a little bit of uh, depression after the yeah. you know after the big tour, the big show. There's a little bit of a depression because it's like it's real, man. It's like you you're coming off this crazy high, you know. The endorphins are kicking, and you're feeling good about yourself and what you just did, especially if you played well, you know. Um, and then you, uh, it's just nothing, you know. It's like when you when you come off a tour that was killer, and then you got to go back to you know waiting tables or you know people complaining that their breadsticks are hard. You know, it's like that's what yeah. I would always go back to, and it was just a bummer, you know. Yeah, I I'm, I am fortunate enough to wear my when i come home i just i still write songs to make money uh and i as you know sell in your monitors um but nobody is i don't know people are, i guess are using a lot of headsets right now that's maybe my shtick but uh op- operations are shut down for right now so uh but yeah, it is like when you're even just not knowing what tour you're going to be on next and having, we had a tour we had to cancel. We were about to announce it. And then another one we were working on after that. It's like, nope, there goes that. Um, and it is it, to come off of a show like that Colorado show or that whole pepper tour was just fantastic. Uh, I can only hope that our it, our momentum stays and that people come and see us again with that same energy because we're going to have it regardless. And uh, I don't know what people, it, you know, how long that process is going to take, but I'll just keep fishing and wishing. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, by the time things do start rolling again, um, you know, I think bands, the bands that don't break up, because there may be a couple that just, I don't know in particular, but there may be a couple that just can't stay, you know, can't maintain, who knows. Um, but the bands that go out on tour after this are obviously going to be ready to play. And then the people that, can afford to go out, you know, maybe even some of the people that can't really afford to go out, they're still going to go out and they're going to be ready to see a show. So these may be some of the craziest shows, you know, ever. And, and <clears throat> there's all these rumors. You know, I've, I've heard something about like uh, 250 cap rooms, maybe, you know, you know, just basically any venue can only hold up to 250 people. You know, that, that may be a thing just for, so it's not 10,000 people or 500, you know, 500 people. Um, I have no idea. We really, it's, it, I feel like it's too early to tell any of this stuff, to be honest, but uh, I think people are going to be ready to see a show, you know, and hopefully, hopefully like tickets don't get crazy because promoters obviously are going to be trying to make their money back that they've lost. And, you know, I don't want to see a Ballyhoo show for 50 bucks. You know, I think that's, no. I hope that doesn't happen, you know, because right now, you know, most of us are anywhere from five to 20 bucks on, depending on what the show is. Um, I, I would like to keep the ticket prices low so people can come out, you know, as long as there's a, something to come out to, I guess we'll start there. And 
yeah. be happy. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think well, we can all get back on our feet. It's just, I think we need to listen now and take action now and stay home. And yeah, I, it, dude, it was crazy how much those, it, when somebody pointed it out, maybe it was you, I think it was on your podcast uh, or on your live thing that how the, uh, the lyrics for Ross Vader are so applicable now. And I started like going through the word for word. I was like, wow, that was, that's pretty applicable. <laughs> it's so uh, that's, that song is <clears throat> for those of you, <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, I've, I've mentioned this recently. I've talked about it. This song has come up a lot. Um, between the fans asking me and stuff, but uh, Ross Vader is a song on our album girls. Um, and Greg actually wrote all the lyrics for that song. Um, we brought him out to the studio with us in, at Sonic ranch back in 2015. I had about half the song, half the, the record written uh, lyrically. <clears throat> and I knew I was going to need some help because we only had like 15 days in the studio. Uh, so we brought Greg out to the, to the studio with us. And he really helped out on, on a few songs. And Ross Vader was one of them where <clears throat> I was just, I was clueless. I didn't know what to, my, my band didn't like the lyrics I had or the subject that, that it was about. So they just, I, I got pissed off and left and told Greg to write it <laughs> and uh, came back the next morning and you had all these lyrics. Um, and it was about yeah. the earth and how we should take care of it. And, uh, and right now it's just, you're right. It absolutely is applicable you know, it's like the earth is trying to kill us and rightfully so. You're just saying that we need to take, we need to take care of it, man. We need to like stop being assholes and, you know, we're, we're privileged to live here. Uh, you I got to give some credit to your band guys too, because, uh, they were, cause you were at the time you were like, they're, they're saying no to this but not giving me any ideas. So I, I went to, they had a thing at like little houses on the property there. Uh, and I we went back to the house and I was like, all right guys, I'm going to take a shower, but I want you to write down all these things that you want in the song. Like just, just, it doesn't have to be put together, but so like a lot of the word choices and the thing, and I, I just kind of, piece them together to make them rhyme. Um, but you're a lot of, a lot of it was Nick and Donald. And, uh, I think Scott even threw some stuff in there too. Um, it was a cool, like, it was an interesting collaboration. Um, you, you wouldn't have thought it came about that way, but it did. And it was, it was really cool how it came together. And then now it's like, here it is right in front of our face. We're like living that. Do you ever like predict? I, I end up living out my songs a lot. And this one is like on a bigger, bigger scale. I think we're all living it, but I don't know. I would not predict. I didn't predict this, but I'm saying like a lot of times I'll like find myself like, I wrote about this like three years ago. Why is it happening now? Yeah. So we should, <laughs> we should call you Potstradamus. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Potstradamus. <laughs> How did I know these things? Dude, if you don't use that, oh my God, please keep that and use that for something. 
That's maybe it's the next weed song. That's a song title for sure. Weed songs are the hardest to write. Are they the hardest to write? Because I asked my band a few weeks back, I'm like, hey man, let's write let's write another weed song. And I was like, I thought maybe they'd get stoked about it, and I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Come on, write some songs, write some lyrics about smoking weed and hanging out. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. It's like, what are you gonna say that hasn't been said? It's all how it's packaged, man. You know that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's it's all about the we... packaging. You can say the same thing 12 times on one record as long as it's packaged differently. That's why we did the whole weed man thing. It's like, I was like, let's give an ode to someone related. You know, the, the person makes it all possible. And and then we had it, had that whole concept with the, uh, the lawnmower service and now man if you ask me to write another weed song I don't know. I'm sure I'll do it but Lord only knows what's coming I think if you just you just keep it simple and just write about what you're doing right that moment you know because you're you're the guy that's like um, pretty blazed I think most of the day <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I've cut back uh, now it's like once or twice a day, uh, given the circumstances, I'm trying to keep my lungs sure. pretty healthy. Yeah, uh, but <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. But if I just wrote about it, I mean, that'd be like every song. You know, you got to get creative with it. So I'm sure I'll figure it out. Happy 420 to our our friends at Ocean 98. Yeah. Ocean City. <clears throat> what a uh, wonderful station. They take great care of us, man. They they play all our bands. They do. I know. I've, I've heard it. Out of secrets. And, uh, they're they're uh, big supporters. We big appreciate support. them, too. We came in and jammed it, I believe, in their little studio there. When was the last time you played Secrets? <sighs> With you, I think. Uh, you would know more than me. You're like, got the memory of some big memory guy. <laughs> I feel like it was 20, 2018, 2017. Yeah. It had to be. <clears throat> no, you put me on the spot that time. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't play guitar. I've played there a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, that's right. I had you come out and play guitar. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, whenever that was, whatever. Whenever that was. was. Um, it was fun. Secrets goes hard, and that uh, you got I, you and Daddy were talking about the apartments they put you in. Those. Yeah, they've since uh, they've, they've turned that into a brewery now. That's a brewery. Those apartments. So there's there's no apartment. <clears throat> they've got they've got a new. If you go around the parking lot, they, they, there's a different building. It's not right next to the place right. anymore, but but yeah, we used to go out there and just watch all the drunk people leave. You know, like. Uh, after the show, we'd go back to the, to the band house and just stand on the balcony and just, just watch people just eat shit. And <laughs> people get in fights. Yeah. And, yeah fun night. Fun times. <clears throat> it's a good, good time uh, over there. Yeah. So, uh, you're not on tour. No one's on tour. What is, uh, 
anything else uh, you're working on, like other than music? I mean, obviously you're fishing, but is there anything else like uh, any sort of branding opportunities or anything cool like that? Um, I've always I work with Smoke Flower a lot. Yeah, we. Uh, I love Smoke Flower. They're very good to us. And they just sent me a bunch of new shirts. Um, we are pretty much like just trying to get back. We had a lot of plans that just got canceled. So um, the band is is kind of not paused because we're still working on music. We're writing and going to put a new album together. So that's going to be where the main focus is. And then I'm, my brain kind of doesn't sit still. I don't, my body sure does, but my, <laughs> my brain does not. And my son is the same way. And he's always thinking of like stuff that he can do. He's a great entrepreneur. He's got a lot of big dreams. So I've been trying to come up with something that he and I can both do together that is uh, wholesome and uh, nothing against it, but something that's not Pokemon. I can't, I can't talk about Pokemon anymore. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, uh, he's super into it and that's cool. I don't want to, hold him back from that but there's like a lot of other things he could do um that i could do and um we're gonna come up with something he just he's always inventing and it's gonna be he's gonna be great he's a lot smarter than i am at eight years old and uh that's 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 my days really i'm not really like just writing I, i write for hire and uh, I got some projects that are going to be announced. And I was thinking about like going live. Dude, I submitted 125 songs that I haven't been paid for yet. For <laughs> um, what? For uh, HFA. Oh. Um, which, is, for those of you who don't know, is a Harry they Fox. collect. Yes, they collect uh, mechanical Kansas. royalties, which is the sale for the sale of songs. So I had 125 stray songs and I was thinking about going live one time and just like going through some of them. Cause some of them like never saw the light of day. It would just be band, like you said, bands breaking up and not, not going anywhere. And, uh, but like the songs are still there. I thought it'd be cool for people to hear sometime. You should definitely do that. I, I, one of the things I've been preaching lately is uh, telling artists out there, artists out there, if you're watching, like go live every day as much as possible on all your platforms. And, you know, it doesn't have to be for hours at a time. It can be for 10 minutes. Talk to your audience and uh, something like that. People would love that. They would absolutely love that for you to just be on there showing them songs and like even something where you can set it up to where you can like share your screen and like show them what's going on. I think they would really love that. People love a peek inside, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, I got a bunch of them and it's a lot of like outdated stuff or different genres or just one. I, I actually, I tried out for Emma Rosa back in the day. Remember that band? It's a great band. 
Yeah, sick. Um, and it didn't work out, and I'm, I'm glad that it didn't, but there's like a, a track of me singing an Amorosa song that like nobody's ever going to hear. Um, and it was like one of their like cuts that didn't make the cut. Um, it's just stuff like that. And, uh, I think it'd be cool for people to see and hear, um, recordings are in like different shapes. <laughs> um, it's great. That was crazy too. As I was lit, cause I would like click on a couple as I was entering them into the system. And it's like crazy to see how recording has become like so much better and easier. And like some, even when you were doing the daydreams thing, while well, you guys crushed it, by the way, um, that like, it took me back to do like the whole, my whole studio. And then, I'm like sitting in a room full of the, all the gear that I need. It's like, oh, I didn't need that this whole time, but I did then. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <clears throat> well, the way things advance all the time, you know, these, yeah, these really amazing plugins, you don't have to go out there and buy like every waves plugin or, you know, uh, slate's got that. I think it's 10 bucks a month now for the slate bundle. Um, and you, you have everything you need. I mean, even, even like Pro Tools and Logic, they have all the processing plugins that you need to make a great record. But, um, you know, just coming to realize that I don't need a treated room or a booth or anything like that. Like I literally did vocals for some songs just like this. Nothing around me. You know what I'm saying? Like no, no soundproofing, nothing like that. I had one of those... Um, semicircle uh diffuser things shield. yeah with yeah. the shield yeah i had one of those for a while it was like right here i think i did uh detonate with that like i had to i had my slate uh ml1 right here with that right there and usually my daughter in my lap and i'm like singing the songs and like engineering myself and that's how i did detonate <clears throat> vocals you know and some songs recently i've just done just like this like got the boom arm there's no treatment you know and it sounds great. You know, it's just, it's part of it is kind of knowing what you're doing, like your gain staging, things like that. You gotta have, you have to have some basic knowledge, obviously. And a lot, I, it, it pays to have experience, like try things over and over again. Uh, if you're trying to get into recording and like really learn how to do stuff, like you have to do it every day. You have to stay on top. Cause I, in the beginning, I, I used to have Brandon in here from bumping uglies and I, I made like a mattress fort behind me back here against the wall and I had him singing, singing his, his vocal stuff, uh, for beast from the East got like four years ago in there. And I just, I would forget things. I didn't know. I haven't sitting there for 40 minutes trying to figure something out, you know, <clears throat> but, uh, was, you know, just, get, just learn, watch YouTube videos, you know, that reminds me of this story. Uh, I was at, you've been to band camp where my campers parked. Yeah. Um, when I first moved over there, uh, I was recording Vonalia uh, on Law Records. I don't know if you met her. You've met her. Yeah, yeah, I know her. Um, she, and at the same time, this was like reggae, during Reggae Rise Up, and Jesse Royal had actually come and stayed there too at, this, at the same time. And uh, we, he ended up getting me so faded 
that I'm sitting there and I had this mattress thing set up for Vana and I was just, I was like, I could, I could barely work. She's the only one who's seen me like that. <laughs> and it's Jesse Rose's fault. Um, it was my fault, but I wasn't going to not, not indulge. Right. Um, but, oh my goodness. It was, uh, but the mattress for it really worked. Like that whole album was like, I mean, it really worked for her cause she's so short and the mattress was like two of her. Um, and so I just had two mattresses in a corner and I even put like little Christmas lights on them and you wouldn't even know it. I put this fancy looking mm-hmm. comforter over it and that's all you need. That's all I need, man. I, I, I stuff people in my bathroom now. We have a bathroom that, that I don't use. It just has like a bunch of crap in it, like storage, you know? And uh, I threw up, I have, I found an old He-Man blanket that I used to have when I was like six on my bed. I still have it. And so I put that up for some scenery and I turn on the lights and I got some cool little tiki lights that go, that go above, you know, and then, uh, another, like a, like a moving blanket. I have it clipped up to the, um, to the shower, uh, uh, shower rod. And, yep. uh, and then I thought like when I got my iMac here, it came in a box with, uh, had, had like half inch of foam inside the box. So I just cut it out and like, taped it to the door. So, you know, it, I don't think it does anything, but, um, but that's where most, most of my, yeah, that's where most of my artists do, uh, do their vocals in there, sometimes acoustic guitar, but it's so tiny. Like I'll have like, <laughs> I'll have like two mics in there and then the person like in the corner with their acoustic, you know, sometimes I'll bring them out here though. It just, it, it gets too crazy, but it's like, you know, if you work with, you work with the tools that you have and the space that you have, and you just do do the best you can. You use your knowledge. Like I'll go, I'll still go on like YouTube and look up like how to properly mic an acoustic guitar with you know with two mics, you know, or something like that. Like uh, just to make sure I'm trying to get the best sounds possible, um, you know, because it all matters in the end. And make sure your gain staging is proper. Like you don't want to be clipping. You don't want to be in the yellow too much. You can always make it louder, but you can't take away that digital clipping. It's 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 awful, you know. Yeah, I I think a lot of it too is psychological. Like I I built a booth um, in my somebody says uh, Russ Bond says the bathroom isolation booth is a solid move. I turned the bathroom of my camper into a recording booth, and uh, I know you recorded in a RV bathroom booth before. I did, and For three. Um, it was it's really it's like. I like being in there just to know that like, okay, now I'm in the, the booth, that booth dog, <laughs> you gotta like it, it, just psychologically being, that's I think people put the blame. Yes. It's for sound, but it's a lot of, it's up here. You gotta, you gotta, uh, no, I'm not Donald. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Spangler chimes in and he says, Greg looks lit everybody. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's really it's like you gotta enter a headspace as well. So I'll set up a booth. We did we set up at an Airbnb. We were there for like three weeks um, before One Love, and I even I was like, man, this doesn't feel right. So I t- I had that little shield thing, and then I just took my mattress pad that I sleep on sometimes, um, just like a little portable thing, and I put it up in the corner and put the thing in there just to feel like I had a booth. 
Norman Voss says, Greg recorded the new album in an RV. How cool is that? Yeah, man. Yeah, I do, well, I do the vocals. I do the vocals, yeah. It's it's not it's not uh, it really is not where you record. It's 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 just the knowledge, the experience that you have over doing it for so long. You know, you, you and you use whatever tools you can. You know, <clears throat> I, I take that back. It kind of is where you record a little bit. It can be that. There's definitely something to say about a, a great studio that has a vibe and a certain room where the drums are recorded, stuff like that. I will say that acoustic um, things that need yeah. There is something to be said. And, but then you, if you look at like a place like Sonic Ranch, they've got these super expensive and sought after like Neve consoles, you know, old school, you know, old analog consoles. And that is a, is a sound in itself. I love how you just, you're changing the scenery like throughout the yeah. broadcast. Well, I'm like looking at my like, oh, there's just a bunch of random junk in the garage. It's <laughs> Looks nice and peaceful where you're at, though. Yeah, there's our, there's our trusty There's a tour steed. van. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's nice out. It was raining, and now uh, this is good. This is, I guess this is where the internet works best, so. Let's see. Nikki, uh, Nikki Nash says, did you turn a fan on just for your hair? That's, uh, that's... <laughs> That's Jaws work right there. Just, That's the Florida wind. Yeah. There's the next song right there. Florida wind. <laughs> you got to sing in like a Neil Diamond voice. Florida wind. I used to take these classes um, online through Berkeley. And there's this really awesome writer named uh, Pat Patterson. And he... Uh, that reminds me of this example that always sticks with me. It's just, I just hear his voice for some reason, an example that he had, he wrote some piece called hobo wind. And when you said that, I was all I could think of hobo wind. <laughs> Florida a, a wind. <laughs> I can feel you in my hair. That's right. I, I washed my, my hair. Beard. I did. I hope. I didn't shave today because I figured I'd leave it, see how long it goes on this quarantine. But I did. You guys should feel special. This is like, it's not going to look this good for a while. So you you uh, you cleaned the main just for my my show today? I did. Nice. I did. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I figured you guys don't need to see the rat's nest. If you look in the back, I don't know what's going on there. But the rat's good. nest. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I don't have long hair anymore. Oh my god. I cut that shot ten years ago. I just when I was I was brushing it. it in the shower and I thought, man, what if I did chop it off? And I've had this thought maybe like once every four months. And I'm like, no, I won't. Dude, don't cut your hair. You're gonna be on a bus next year. Don't don't cut your hair. Okay. You gotta have long hair so. to be in a in a reggae band. If I, if, if you say I'll be on a bus, then that is so I'm, I'm about that life. Uh, Jayton says, uh, do you have a preference of a mic that you like to use for vocals and preferred interface? Also much love from the third coast family. Third coast Big up third coast roots. Uh, yes. I, I mean, we talked about it. I have, I also have the slate ML one, uh, 
and the VMS, the virtual mic system. And I run that through uh, an Apollo twin interface, which is very clean. And I'm not lately, I've not even been, I just bypassed the whole, I have the preamp that comes with it, uh, with the mic, but um, I've just been going straight into the Apollo. And some people might be against that, but uh, it's a lot less to lug around for me in a portable situation. And uh, the preamp is plenty clean for me. So that's that's what I'm rocking. Yeah, the thing and about you that, can choose. Yeah. the thing about that is you get people that these kind of hipster types that are like, man, you got to use the man, man, man. It's bro, no, you use whatever kind of sound you want to make. That's what you want to do. It's specific to every person. You know, you don't have to use that that preamp. The reason why that preamp exists is because it's like the flattest, cleanest sound that you know it's designed to work with that mic that way there's no coloration to the sound from these mics that they modeled you they're trying to get the the most precise sound from that modeled uh tube tube microphone but i run my i run it through that preamp uh get the level there but then i still have it runs through my focus right my, my claret i have the gain all the way down but i have the uh the uh air technology analog you know model sound turned on on there so it does color it a little bit and it's supposed to give it that more of a authentic kind of analogy type of sound you know and, and i'll even put like uh tape plugins on, on a lot of my stuff that when i record so i try to get rid of that digital just try to make it sound fatter and warmer as much as possible you know so it's it's get the sound that you want to make it doesn't matter what you're using you know, you know, and if you want to throw on 11 plugins on one track just to get that sound that you want, that's the way you're going to do it. There's, you know, I don't like when people are like, you're doing, you know, you should be doing it this way. Nah, bro, I'm doing it the way I want to do it. You know? Yeah, really. It's like what I find is the engineer, whoever's going to mix it, I'm not going to mix it. I leave that to somebody else who doesn't have hearing injuries and whatnot. So, uh, whoever mixes it is going to throw their own stuff any on it. Anyway, when most engineers will ask you to take all the plugins off and let them do their thing because they have their go-to chains and stuff like that. So I, I like the, the slate mic cause it just gives them a good clean signal and that's really all they need. And I can color it all I want to make it sound good to me. But by the time it actually gets to you, the listener, somebody else is already, made it sound even better. So yeah, I just need the good foundation. Yeah, it would be processing on it for sure. Donald Spangler says, are you guys going to do a quarantine show? Uh, yes, we are. We're trying to figure it out. So we had a situation similar to yours um, as far as like what we were able to do production-wise. And then right when we were about to do it, we got put on lockdown. So uh, there's a lot of people involved um, in doing it. So they gotta gotta do it the right way and the safe way. So as soon as it is deemed safe, uh, we will definitely be doing that. We're, we're itching yeah. to do it just as much as anyone else. <clears throat> Michelle asks, uh, Greg, do you prefer larger or smaller venues? 
Um, well, it's the venue, the larger the venue, usually the cooler the PA, um, but they're also harder. I prefer a packed venue. So if that's a small venue, as long as it's wall to wall, that's the kind of energy that I'm showing up for. Uh, and that's what I strive to have in our, in our shows and any show that we, we play, uh, we put a lot of money into marketing to make sure that it's wall to wall. And sometimes you're doing that in a 4,000 cap. I mean, mission ballroom is amazing, but if you sold out, that's, it's the crowd that makes it amazing. Uh, and it's a brand new venue. That was a great place. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I would, I love playing our smaller hometown bar shows just as much, as long as the energy is there. That's my answer. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, there's, there's something to be said about a, a great crowd versus a lame crowd. And, you know, we've had people say it to us, like, what is wrong with these people? You know, like we'll play a show where like everybody's just kind of standing still. Like, like, didn't you like pay for this? Like, didn't you, didn't you pay to like come have a good time? You know, um, when the crowd is raging, you know, the band mm-hmm. is putting out energy, but when the crowd is raging and giving it back, that makes us go harder, you know? So it's just like kind of a synergy thing. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's not necessarily about how big the venue is. You know, if, if the event, th- th- there are like awesome, like really beautiful venues that are just awesome to play and like the sound, things like that. But um, man, I would, I would rather play to a hundred people in a tiny room <laughs> packed out than you know, a thousand cap room with 300 people there. Yeah. That's the thing is you got to fill them. You got to fill the big room and it's not easy. It's not easy to do. And there's a lot of expectation that comes with that. There's a, when you, when you're, when you're in a band and you're, and you're plotting out your tour, um, consider, you know, know your numbers, know kind of where, where you are. Um, because having some rad venues on the tour schedule is a good look for sure, but it's a better look when you go play a smaller place and you have that sold out tag. You can start saying sold out, sold out, sold out, even though it's 150, 200 cap. That's all that matters. That's all the promoters care about. It's sold out. You know what I mean? And, uh, that's what's going to generate that buzz and make make people next time go, oh man, I better get tickets right now. And then you 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 grow, you upgrade organically, and you're not trying to put yourself in some big room. And then you look dumb when 100 people show up, you know, in a 500 cap room because it's not a good look when you when you're out there. You're like, oh, there's like nobody here, <laughs> you know, like oh, there's 150 people here, but there's this is like an 800 cap room, you know. It's like you want to, you don't want to grow too crazy. It's like a turtle or a fish. It grows to its its surroundings, you know. It's like a a, a fish will only grow as big as it's, if you put it in a bowl. Here we go. You know? There we go, Rob. That's what I was looking for, Rob Duderman. Under promise, over deliver. <laughs> Duderman. <laughs> this man right here knows his stuff. We need every band in the world, every band in the country needs this guy right here promoting their shows this guy's amazing he's uh he's a machine that got that i've talked about it before 
in other podcasts. But uh, he, we got our band off the ground to playing Duderman shows and uh, promoting Duderman shows and knowing that he's the guy promoting. That's how I knew what shows were coming through. It's because him and his team were always out there grinding. And I knew actually from, I would sit in, so people might not know, we have the same manager, Howie and I. Uh, And I would sit in his car, smoking roaches out of his ashtray while he would like be talking to do handling stuff for your band. Um, and he, do them in this, do them in that, do them. I'm like, man, this do them in deal. He, this must be a big thing. And I said something about it. He's like, oh, this guy does not fuck around. He's, he's the guy. He's, the guy. he's like Israeli. That's exactly that. like more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I knew, I knew that's what we needed to do. And we joined his street team. We gave out and put out so many flyers and that's how we got off the ground. Yeah. He's, um, I had a tutorman on my podcast, uh, a while back and he, he gave out some wonderful tips and sort of let us, let us into his process. Um, and, uh, it's just, you know, nobody does it like him. So it, like literally like we'll play shows, with him and we'll, we'll bring 500 people out, you know, and, uh, the place gets sold out. And if we could, you know, if we did a, a show in the same market with someone else or on our own, it just wouldn't be the same, you know? So thank you, Robert Duterman. Yes. And his team too. He's got yeah. a whole squad. Yeah. His whole team is, is hardcore too, man. That whole, that whole, that whole machine goes, goes hard. Their family. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, it's hard to talk about uh, what's next, you know, because uh, no one knows, right? I mean, we're Nobody just going to keep knows. creating. That's that's a given. I think it'll be interesting to stay afloat. I, told, I sent you a text the other day how proud of you I was for all your content. Um, and I... And, I feel like we're like not pushing as much out as we should, but we are working on it. It's just in other people's hands right now. Um, and I think it's going to be, a you know, like you said, a lot of bands are going to break up. Uh, I hope they don't, you don't want to see that, but you know, with, with so much uncertainty and only so many opportunities, I think a lot of bands won't be able to handle the demands um, I can say that's not going to happen to us. Um, you can't break up this machine. It's just not going to happen. No, uh, you guys are, you guys so, are too hungry, man. Very, very hungry. Especially after that pepper tour. I mean, geez, that thing was like, I think only five dates didn't sell out. And I, I'm ready to do that some more. I will say that, uh, you know, well, what I want, you know, artists and creative other creatives to understand is that um, just because the, you know, you don't have like a big studio or something like that, like to, to put on some big show or anything like that as a live stream, you don't need that. Like all, like everything is content. Like you, you wouldn't believe it. I, I had, I, I went live me of me signing 
signing these CDs for people last year and just talking like, what's up guys. And just, and, and everyone loved it. You know, it's you're talking about like staying, staying relevant, staying on top of it. Um, really anything with content, as long as you just, you know, you feel comfortable putting it out there. You, you could be doing the most mundane thing and it's just literally just you pulling your phone out, setting it up and just, talking to people, man, it, it really, it's, you stay in touch, you know, and I just want to make, make sure the artists and other creators know that, um, don't feel like you need to wait for some big, big production. It's as simple as pulling out your acoustic, setting up your phone and just going, just, just make it happen. Just do it. And, and, and not even, you don't even need your acoustic. Just like I said, just talking, you know, and just asking questions, you know, and I've seen like you put up like little ask me a question, you know, and you, and you just answer questions for an hour or something on your, your story, you know, um, just yeah. staying in touch, staying engaged. That is, you know, that's all you can really ask for, you know, right now. And the more creative you can get with it, the better it's going to be, you know, but don't wait for that big production studio to bring you in and do a live, you know, and this isn't for just for you guys. It's just for everybody out there that wants to keep, keep it, keep the connection. Hang on, I'm trying not to lose you. I feel like we're seeing like all of your house today. Yeah, this is my uh, studio. My used to be studio. It's partially my son's playroom now because I work out of my camper. But uh, I was trying to find the internet and, and get to my charger. Just wasn't working. So I'm just going to stand. That's just, can you hear me? We're good. Oh, uh, yeah, I can hear you. Sick. Oh, uh, you like that mic control, oh, yeah. Robert Duderman? Yes, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David says, can we get a Ballyhoo cashed out tour when we get back to normal? Hell yeah, we can. I'd say it's probably the easiest one for us to make happen it's literally Almost me going at all hey man greg you want a tour and you're like yep and we're like all right and we just cool. hang up see you there it's, it's, it's not far off from that yeah I'm, I'm hoping that uh i'm really hoping that obviously everyone's hoping that things get back to normal soon but i'm trying to be reasonable about the expectations you know um i feel like summer's probably called like i just feel like it's we're looking at september october october november at this yeah point. It's, you know trying to be reasonable with it i hope it's sooner but i just don't see things getting normal like i don't see people like being in large groups by up by august july i don't either um i i'm you know if really it's up to the agents, the agents are like, it's kind of a free for all. Now I imagine for them, it's like very scattered. And, uh, I know a lot of them like aren't even with agencies. I, I mean, people, a lot of companies let a lot of people go. Um, so if they say it's time, I'm going, <laughs> uh, they know more than me, and I, I hope that if we say we're going, that all of you guys 
join us and maybe we can still wear gloves and be six feet apart if that's what we have to do. But, um, you know, I, I want to play. And if we had to keep doing live streams then we'll keep doing live streams, I, there's no way to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for now, this is, this is what we're doing. We're, we're, we're live streaming. We're, we're all content creators now. If we weren't before, you know, you got to be a content creator now. That's just, everything's moved online. Um, and like, I'm lucky to have already been doing this. I started this back in January, you know, with the YouTube channel, I was always, always, you know, always making content, but like went, started going hard at it last January. <clears throat> so it kind of already had this built in, but if you weren't doing it before, you absolutely need to be doing it now, you know, making videos, going live, whatever. Um, that, that is how we stay relevant. Yeah, that's like, you know, we're going to, I think you'll see a lot of stuff. My three of my guys live together. So I imagine they're they're They've probably already got a bunch of ideas for content and, um, you know, they, they're, they're big personalities. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot. I would love to see like a, a video podcast of the, some of your guys, you know, Joey. Joey would be a, yeah, you should have Joey go live. I, we, we, we will. We just, he's such a character that we don't, um, don't know what exactly he's going to say. <laughs> Do you mind grabbing he's, my charger? He's a, he's a liability. Um, yeah, he's not, no, yeah, it's not that bad. Um, but still he get when, when he gets in his zone, he can, it's just, Hey, if you tune into that podcast, you know what you're getting into and maybe you don't. Um, but you, you'll soon find out, but Nick, I think he should have one. Nick is quite thirsty. I don't know what that. He's just gorgeous. That, He's handsome. Uh, is that what that means? Yeah. I thought, I thought that meant, I thought that meant something else. Oh, uh, Either way, Nick should stay hydrated. People want to do them. I think that's what thirsty means. And are they talking about my Nick or your Nick? You're, well, probably both our Nicks. Yeah, they're like the same guy. Yeah, they're like the same guy. They're both handsome. They got muscles. <laughs> um, uh, I was looking at some questions here. Um, yeah, have you got any questions for Greg here? Shoot. Ask away. The world is your oyster. I'm a open book. I love some Joey too. He's a good dude. I love all my guys. Uh, Don says Thank your you. hair is majestic. Thank you. Agreed. Today it is. I got the wind helping me out. This is this is good. This is as good as it gets. I don't have access to my hair product on tour as much as I'd like to. A lot of people give me stuff, but it ends up in the back of the van or it explodes. So uh, this is this is when the getting's good. Will Johnson get on a podcast? <laughs> He's talking about Jackson. That's Duderman's name for Jackson. Oh, he calls him Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, he does, yeah, maybe. I'm sure we'd have like a... I just, I don't know if we could do a podcast as good as you do it, Howie. Uh, that's, that's so where maybe, you're like, 
stop thinking like that. Just do that, it. That's the problem. That's the Just problem, man. That's, that's everyone's problem. That's why people don't do what they want to do is because they're worried about what everybody else is going to say. Just fucking do it. You guys do your, the, the dumb puns that you come up with, like on the reg, <laughs> you know, and mostly you get sad faces for it's still entertaining. I love it. I think it's great. Um, <clears throat> but the rest of the, my band and stuff, whenever you make a pun, it was like, shut up, Greg, you know, but like people would love that mm-hmm. shit. Joey, like you guys should do the cashed out fucking secret stash podcast, bro. Like that would be insane. Uh, right. Okay. Come on, man. Maybe I need everybody yeah, to like write to Greg. Have a nice ring today. Hit Greg in the DM today and tell him that you want to see the secret stash podcast. All right. If that happens, if you guys, if you guys will listen, I'll do. I mean, what the hell see, else? See, Robbie. Doing? Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Everybody that knows you. Knows what's up. And I love this picture, Robbie, by the way. <laughs> That's a thirsty pick right a there. Podcast. You know, I, I did talk about doing it with Greg from Fortunate Youth. Um, I'm at least going to have a segment because we were talking and somebody said, oh, you guys should have a podcast. And I said, we should call it Two G's in a Pot. That's what and I'm saying, man. Yeah. You, you got some great ideas. Uh, here we go. So at here least go. have good titles. Jack says, Greg, what was your favorite song to write to date? Oh. Well, dude, I have like 120 songs. To pick one would be hard, but I would say um, right now, my current favorite, nobody can hear it. Maybe I'll do it live on that podcast. Um, is this track called Lemon Pie that I wrote. It's not my song, uh, but my buddy, Lil Paca Roots, uh, sent me a track that he was collaborating with someone else on. And so right now the production of it is like getting worked out, but, um, and it's, it's mainly for him. So, but maybe I'll feature on it. I'm not really sure what's What happened? <clears throat> I, I bet his uh, did his battery die in his laptop? <laughs> no. Well, you heard it here, folks. This has been the Tales from the Green Room podcast, episode number 113 with Greg Shields. <laughs> you know, it's 420 and uh, this this started and ended just like it probably should have. <laughs> I'll give it another minute here. Come on, Greg. Everybody say, come on, Greg. Let me text him. Bruh. Let's see. Look, laptop die. <laughs> oh man, good times. Yeah, I think his uh, I think his laptop died. He disappeared. Well, that was a solid hour twenty minutes with Greg Shields, everybody. <laughs> <clears throat> You know, this is live television. What are you going to do, you know? 
Um, well, thanks everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to, I guess we'll retire. I'm just waiting to see if he gets us back or not. Everybody go make sure you follow Cashed Out and uh, Greg Makes Music is his handle. Um, I want to thank Greg for coming on the show and, uh, you know, spending a little bit of 420 with us. And I know he's good fishing. Oh, wait, what's this? He's, he looks like he's coming back. Device is not connected. <laughs> you see. Oh, wait, here he is. Ah! Oh. oh, you're back. He's back. Got it. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> What'd Terrible. you do, man? I, I thought I had more time on the, the dying battery. I knew it. Everybody knew it. Yeah. It happened to me the last time I was on one of these, too. It was just terrible. Everyone knew it. I was I was like preparing the sign off and everything. I was just trying to bullshit. Oh, no. I was trying to bullshit no. as long as I could. No, I'm still and then I was like, here. all right, I guess we're out of here. No. Um so where were we? I don't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about lemon pie. Lemon pie. Duderman asked if I can grow this mustache. I don't think so. It's already in my mouth. It's like, <laughs> this thing is bothering me. I even tried, because Duddy said it feels real good when you comb it. I even tried that. And that was just, I don't know. <laughs> Not a mustache guy. Maybe if I cut it off, like, right there. But then my problem is, so my nose is crooked. See this? Mm -hmm. And but my mustache didn't get the memo. So it's like, I've been fighting this my whole life. Look, that's how it should be. Maybe I should get some, like, ah, oh. ah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Big D, everybody. What up? <laughs> what What's up, going bro? on? Oh, shit. Not much. You look, I'm losing internet. Huh. You look uh, grass fed. Yeah. <laughs> what day is it? What year is it? I feel like I'm in Jumanji. <laughs> nice. What's going what are you on? Doing? What are you doing today? Uh, sitting around right now, trying to figure out how I'm going to get power going and back to the studio. Oh, man. Yeah, I need some drum tracks from you, sir. I'm trying. I need to get this outlet fixed. What are you guys tracking? bunch of stuff a bunch of stuff man we're doing we're we're in we're in like a uh video game remake mode we're about to do some jams from uh from back yonder we realize that remakes are all the rage right now and so we're gonna go back and we're gonna remake some songs that'd be dope yeah i'm thinking we'll uh, release them yeah the front porch you know i thought about using that hook that you added on there 10 years ago. You remember this? Uh, yeah, I do. I do remember that. I can't I sing it, bro. I remember it well. It's oh, so come on. high. You have no such a way. high register. I'll just change the key. You gotta live it up, live it up. You gotta give it up, live it up. I'm just gonna take my time. Dude, that was sick. It's sick, but I can't do it. I can't pull it off. That yeah, was like the reason that we met 
I think, or or how you guys agreed to come work with little me and Mike Stevie. Yeah, it was uh you you we were kind of just seeing what you can do. And we're like, oh this is this is cool. Yeah, I I remember that well. Well, if you want to do it, I believe in you. See, hey, if I gotta do this podcast, ah. I wish your belief in me made me sing better like my biology would shift and i could sing higher no you do it you can do it i can do falsetto but it wouldn't be you have you're you have a powerful high voice i don't i'd be like you can you can you can modify the key nobody's gonna get mad at you (laughs) definitely you got some range i like the key that it's in though that's the you know what i'm saying it is a great song. I'm just Regardless. making excuses, everybody. It didn't, it didn't need my Why court. things don't get done, because I make excuses. Um, yeah, so as soon as Donald gets the power fixed at his house, we'll... Uh, it looks like you got a, you got a solution here. Somebody says they'll come fix it. Oh, look at that. We got a... Kyle uh, Ryman. So Kyle, are you local? Are you the local uh, Deanian? Mr. Fix-It? Yeah, dude, it's like my... And the... And the the breaker keeps. Hey, if we're doing this right now, the breaker keeps tripping in the bathroom as well. For some reason, it's routed <laughs> down here to this outlet. Help me! <laughs> All right, that's enough. And back. Hey, who's another? Who's another? Uh, a, a fucking pot smoker I can bring into this podcast right now. Pot why, smoker. Why not? Who, who else can I bring in here? Is Ted around? Ted, I don't know. Let's let, let me let me text him. Teddington. Let's see. I'm gonna call him. Bring one of my guys. There. Yeah, Greg, look at this shit. Hold on, let me flip this shit. I don't know, you might not be able to see. Yeah, look, I got my dude. I learned this oh, from nice. going to your guys' studio. That's my open. Op- I just opened open. Up. Yeah, yeah, dude. Nice. Do you put a blanket yeah, over it too, or no? You just no. I just leave it just like that. How to show? We'll show you like. Uh. All the all the stuff that we're recording right now is off of this kit right now. So, is that the DW? couple focus right? Uh, no, that's that's actually my neighbor. My when I moved into this house here, he gave it to me. He's a drummer too. Go figure, right? Green stuff. right now. Yeah, he was like, I got to get rid of it. My wife. I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> all right, cleaned it up. Put some heads on. I'll send you a link, bro. Oh, we got a visitor. Uh oh. All right, like right now. I'm gonna send you a link. You click it, and it'll just. <laughs> I can hear his his. Yeah, it's such yeah, a little okay. sexy voice, bro. <laughs> All right, All right this, this is happening right now. All right. Okay, so you know, I, I'm gonna hang up. Hit this link that I send you. All right, bye. <laughs> All right, we're about to be joined by Ted Bound, everybody. Sweet. I love it. This is what the 425 will be about. Oh, wait, I can, I can smoke out here. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Nice. I'll go get my CBD pen, everybody. I'll join you. <laughs> it's got 10 milligrams in it, THC, so. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Wait, I think I got it like a road chip. How many people can I have in this thing? <laughs> Let me see. Oh fuck! I smoked all my roaches like way down. (laughs) 
<clears throat> Everyone watching this is like, what is going on? Oh, look, also, look, oh, yeah. Oh. I'm already wearing it. Nice. <clears throat> this is the weakest 420 bill I've ever packed. Oh, oh, there he is. I'm here. Hey. Oh, Ted. Hey, guys. It's Ted Bound, everybody. Happy holidays. Oh, yeah, we're celebrating. We just went to the weed store. <laughs> What'd you get? You got an exit. I'll show you. Your mic, bro. I'll show you. I got a uh, weighing in at a 29.75. We got uh, yeah. Phantom Cookies. Phantom Cookies? Phantom Cookies. Can you hear me? And, uh, I, I can hear you, yeah. Soul Safari. Soul Safari. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I can hear everyone but him. <laughs> Is my audio on? <laughs> yeah, it's on. It's I can on. I can hear you. They can't hear you apparently. Donald and I, can, I, yeah. I have I, I don't know what's going farm on. internet. So this is yep. H- Hennessy OG. Hennessy OG. Hennessy OG. All right. That one's a 23.5er. And then we got um sour diesel. Um free rolls. Sour D's. Yeah. And we're, we're smoking that soul safari right now. <laughs> what is, uh, I, I wish like it's, so you guys can't hear Ted right now. Greg and Donald. I can hear him. I can hear him. You can hear I don't, him. I don't, I don't know why I can't. Yeah. Bree says hi to everybody. Uh, Bree says hi. Why hi, can't Bree. Donald hear him? She right there. Hey Bree. Mrs. Bound. <laughs> Say, hey, Mrs. Bound. <laughs> Donald spinning. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. What is happening right now? <laughs> Donald, did you dye your hair blonde? Oh, there we go. Uh, he says, Donald, did you dye your hair blonde? I, oh yeah, no. I, guess what? I, uh, I I Rachel gave me her phone. What is happening? Now it's backwards. So her phone just automatically dyed your hair blonde. This is so weird. Yeah, it's delayed. I can't do deal with it. It's weird. Why? I don't know why you can't hear him. Hey, everybody. Quick promo right here. Shameless, shameless as ever. The new Ballyhoo song, Fighter, is out now. Uh, It includes Dark Sunglasses, California King, and Renegade, the previous singles from the last year. We wanted to put them all together so you had them in one place. We're super excited to have this out. It's completely DIY. We did it all ourselves uh, from recording to production to mixing to mastering and release. We did it all ourselves, and we're very proud of it. If you haven't checked it out yet, please go stream it wherever you listen to music, Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere else. It's Fighter by my band, Ballyhoo. Uh, We love you, and we hope to see you at the shows. Thank you so much. I'm gonna, send, I'm gonna send a heated email to Streamyard. Come on, Streamyard! I hear you guys in real time. Hey, Greg and Ted, look, look at that. That wasn't even nice. planned. Yeah, I see nice. the Brady Bunch shit what? right now. I Are slept you in us? that last night. I gotta, I gotta like zoom in for mine. <laughs> <laughs> I slept inside you. I mean, <laughs> this is strange. I don't know what I was smoking so, back in the day, but this the is 420 not. pod. So Howie, uh, yeah. let's get real. You don't really smoke that that much weed. But, I don't uh, smoke really are, any weed, bro. Are you going to get high today? Oh, you can <laughs> see no, that. I, I was just telling them I have a 
I got a CBD pen. It's got like 10 milligrams of THC in it. Oh, I thought that was a joke. No, it's true. <laughs> that'll get that'll get Howie so stoned. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like maybe if I leave and then come back. I mean, do what you want, Donald. Try try leaving and coming back, Donald. All right. <laughs> and then there were three. <laughs> Are we getting a live performance? Are you about to give us a live performance? Oh, no. Nah, taking a bike ride some- in your house. Yeah, I need something to sit on. Ah, ah that's much better. Well, welcome to Greg's MTV Cribs. I can ride my <laughs> yeah. bike around my room. Dude, I got this new set. You missed it, but I got it. This thing is pimpy. I'm going to just show you. Fuck. Show me. Can you see it? How about now? No. Oh, there it goes. It works now. Yeah, everybody can hear. Oh yeah, that's back in from my crazy uh, basement. It's uh, also a low rider. So um, we're ignoring all these fine people out here. Let me let me see. Yeah, how do Uh, we see the chat? Okay. Yeah. Live comments. Oh, I see. Oh, Daniel says hi, Bree. Uh, said, Howie, will now. Donald always have a mic at the shows? Please say yes. Yeah, dude. F yeah. <laughs> I always said that you should. I always and then said we did too. It, and everybody else says that you should. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear that part yeah. on. Uh, I'm going. What's it? I'm going out of my mind. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> did you oh, see Donald Trump's yeah, post? His tweet. I didn't, I didn't see that tweet. Anyone caught smoking mids today will be deported. Uh, that's the best thing he said all year. No, nah, he didn't actually say that, but it'd be cool if he did. I wouldn't be fucking What is this on? Uh, this, is, uh, this is your podcast, right? This is my pod. It's on Facebook. Go to his Facebook. YouTube. Facebook. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what are the people saying? What do they want from us? Let's see. Um, <laughs> Howie, I don't I know you don't smoke. I know this, but I'm gonna get you high today. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's some power Friday. I know you don't smoke. But I'll yeah. get you high today. I'll get you high today. No, no, no. Let me get let me I'm I'm totally fine with it. I just I'm the type that like when I get high, I, I like am no good to no one. And I have to be on point all the time. Like I, I work constantly and I always got shit to do. And if I'm if I smoke weed, I fuck I'm out. Like, and there goes my dad. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen done. it. Done. He, kind of like when Alex eats weed. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, Alex. Yeah. Dude, Alex is dude. one. When Alex, <laughs> oh my God, when Alex is high, you can just his you can see his eyes, his whole demeanor, everything changes. He's, he's just like, Yeah. It, he also so. makes it known too that because like I always know when Alex is high because he'll tell me. He's like <laughs> You know, I just walk around smoking weed. Everybody <laughs> knows, but he'll be like, "Greg, dude, I'm so high. I'm, I'm high right now. I'm high. <laughs> Good job, Alex." Yeah. <clears throat> well, this is great. Uh, what is? What is? Let's see, dude, Ted, that new that new pacifier <laughs> song, "Sleepless Is Fire." I was so, I was so stoked when you guys played that one in One Love. Starred. No, he was, he was starred. starred. He was, he was starred, starred, bro. He was starred. Gold I was, I was uh, playing autocorrect, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, it, I, he's probably talking into the phone, like dictation, because if you say pacifier into the phone, it automatically does that. 
Uh, or he just doesn't know how we spell our band name. Either way, thanks, man. That's really cool. At least he's listening. Uh, That's all that matters. I'm starred that you were starred. I'm starred too. You get a gold star for that. <laughs> uh, 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 Mrs. Spangler says, hi, love. Oh, there he is. Hey. <laughs> oh, is hey she there. also sitting really close to you? <laughs> no, um, she's maybe about 10 feet away over there. Okay. <laughs> My wife is commenting from about one foot away. Oh, so Ted, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go back into the chat. It is a beautiful song. Rachel says, "Say hi to Bree." Look at this! Look at this thirsty pick of Roddy, everybody. Oh, she was saying that to Bree. She said, "What uh, Throbby says, "Sleepless" is a beautiful song. Thank you, Throbby. He said, "Throbby." No, he's, he's trying to. He's trying to jump ship again. Look at that, Robert. I'm just looking at the comments. Yeah, I'm trying to do that as well. So I've already said, uh, I've said this already, but one of the best shows I've ever seen was Ballyhoo Cashed Out and Pacifier in Portland, Oregon. Did you enjoy it as much as we did last August? Michelle Richards. Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes, we did. Fuck yeah, we did. Always. Where did we play at? Uh, Portland. It was um, that Hawthorne Theater. Is that right? No, no. Mm -hmm. Where the hell did we play at in Portland? Oh, it was the was it the downstairs at the Roseland? Or? No, bro, it was that place that had that outdoor. Uh, yes, it was uh, the Star Star Theater. Star Theater, yeah. I was so oh. starred about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was starred as well. Portland always yeah, that's hard. I love it. Yeah. Rob Duderman says so many Spanglers. <laughs> yeah get the other one get one you're saying gotta yeah, get my right. son yeah i'm into this uh let's see no nah, maybe maybe not um okay what green room has the best dick drawing says riley Ooh. uh what was that one that had dicks all over the fucking walls dude it i think like, remember soapbox profit bar in dallas bro it had like dinosaur dicks like good godzilla had, dick they had the helicopter. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. Yes, the helicopter. That. Band names written in dicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys not remember a good the soapbox in Wilmington? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, I remember that place. That green room, if you played the upstairs, they gave you a green room that was like on the floor below it. And it was like an office kind of room. Literally every space on the wall was covered in cocks. And Wait. Then, you guys get green rooms? Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, I think the internet's going to die when I go out there. Yeah, the, yeah uh, we share them with you when we can. Yeah, yeah, you guys. You guys are actually really good about it. Everybody's been really good. We haven't had a bad it sucks when, like, It sucks when, like, there's one green room and you're on tour with a bigger band that has a nice vehicle. Mm-hmm. But they don't let you in the, bud. in the green room. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, when we get to that point with the bus and all that, like, I hope that we also still have a place inside of the building to chill because you don't always like yeah. to be cooped up on your travel home situation. True. But uh, and and at that point, you can sort of call those shots, and I understand it. It's how it goes. 
It's how gays, Vaughn. How gays. How gays. Unless, unless you, uh, you know, just do a whole tour with no green rooms anyway, and then there's no point in arguing. That might be what we're looking at. (laughs) The no green room tour? Actually, this is like, this tour that we're all on right now, the live stream, like in your bedroom tour, is the coolest tour. I hate to admit it, but it's like the coolest tour I've been on in a really long time. It's the most comfortable. Doing the couch tour. I had another Spangler, Duderman. Oh, there you go. This one. Hey, what's Uh, up, dude? Hi. How's it going? Good. Good. Is Howie homeschooling you about rock and roll yet? (laughs) You know about rock and roll. What are you talking about? He like he plays. Uh, he likes Blink One Eighty Two. He likes Neck Deep. He listens to a lot of hip hop, but, uh, nice. but he, he has appreciation for punk rock, which is great. Solid. What's your favorite hip hop right now? You wouldn't know it. Mm. It's, it's something super obscure. Like Arizona Zervus and Roddy. I know Rich. Arizona Zervus. Roxanne, Roxanne. Yeah. All you want to do is party all night. <laughs> no. He likes uh, XSX Station. What you about? Um, oh, he's just right there. He, he said Eminem's kind of good. Hey, it's another Spangler, Kellen. Oh, man. What's up, dude? <laughs> it's bring your Spangler to work day. <laughs> Say what's up. They're saying what's up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, here he thinks. He's like, See Draven right there? Yeah. All right, where's Bob? <laughs> Bob, show show us Bob. He's right here. Yeah, let's see Bob. How do you flip? Oh, there you go. Around the bottom there. Here. Oh, there Puppy you go. dog. Bob A. Little, little Bob. Bob Cam. Oh, he oh, ain't little. little. <laughs> he's Aww. a big boy. Look at that big boy. Big boy. Oh, Darryl look at that face. <laughs> That's a cute face. There he is. Bob just had uh Let's see. There we go. Bob just got bit by or like stung by a bee or bit by a spider or something. He broke out in hives. Oh, no. Oh, man. And we had to take him to the, the pet ER, but they gave him some shots and he's all good now. But he was like covered in bumps. It was crazy. Oh, man. Uh, Ted, what state are you in that you can buy a dispensary like that? What state? The great state of Maryland? Don't you forget it. Same state. I will say. Same state as these Spanglers. Maryland has some of the best weed. Yeah. Maryland doesn't fuck around. You you wouldn't think it'd be coming from Maryland, but there's some heat. It's uh, (laughs) highly regulated. Everything is... um, very, very enforced as far as like the uh, the quality, and uh, we just went to a drive-through because our dispensary is drive-through right now. So you basically just go up, you drive up, they come out, they give it to you, you order it online. It's insane. That's awesome. <clears throat> when you went to your doctor to get your card, where you like, my foot hurts, and he's like, "All right, here's your weed." 
<laughs> no, I, I told him that I was diagnosed with ADHD and I never really liked how Adderall or Ritalin worked with me. And um, I read a lot about how cannabinoids replace the receptors that um, Ritalin and Adderall do not. And um, I actually went in there with like a bunch of like info and he was like, yeah, whatever. And just like wrote it down. <laughs> like, you can go to there. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was my point. Is that you can literally go in and be like, "Oh yeah, my elbow, I scratched it." Yeah, and he's if like, he "Okay, like, you studied way too hard for this. Get out of my house." <laughs> if you have sixty to one hundred twenty dollars, you're good. Yeah, yeah we pretty yeah, much, pretty much. I remember when uh, when it went legal in um in Denver or in Colorado. We were in Denver, and uh, I went in. It was like I think it was like the first month that it was legal there. And what 2014, I think, something like that. Is that right? Um, something, and uh, something like that. Yeah, I bought some, it was like 14.95, like plus tax. Yeah, <laughs> I got a receipt and everything. I was like, this is legit. And it was like, you walk in and it's like, uh, the, the bud tenders are there, and it's like, it's like being at like a bar or something, or like getting coffee. It's like, you just yeah. kinda, they tell you all about it, and it's all legit. There, there's a place in Baltimore that's supposed to be opening soon. That's like an actual, like a bar where you would go. They don't serve alcohol, but you can get a water and you can sit at the bar and they'll serve different like concentrates and different things like a very high scale kind of like coffee shop type thing. But I heard it's, it's happening in like Federal Hill in Baltimore. Really? Yeah. Thanks. That's cool. I'm about to make a trip down there. That's that's going to be the next level when you can actually go out and socialize with cannabis and not, you know, have to be confined to your home or private space. But at the same time, we all must be respectful of those who don't enjoy cannabis or the smell of it and, you know, keep section regulation. Like I said, in Maryland, regulation has made it really great. Yeah, I think if you have. If you have respect and you're not putting in someone's face that doesn't want it, you know, yeah. it can, it yeah. can be, it can be a good thing. For sure. Is there um, more questions on there? Let me see. What <clears throat> Who's got questions? Donald? Who wants to know things? Everybody out there on YouTube and Facebook land, who wants to know things? What'd you say, Ted? Uh, chat. Oh. Uh, Trey says, Donald, you won't do it. Oh, Trey. Oh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Are you right? Are you, are you a prophet? Uh, <clears throat> no questions. So what is Pacifier working yeah. on right now? Yeah, what's that? We have a song that is in like the last mixing stage that will go to mastering soon and putting that out. In the next couple months, I haven't really nailed down a date yet. Uh, it's the song that we recorded in uh, New Orleans after our last tour with you guys. Cool. Um, so, you know, it's been a while since we actually recorded it, but um, putting that out. And then after that, we kind of need to go back to the drawing board and come up with some new stuff. But we haven't been able to convene because we don't live in the same towns so yeah. this um, is where you can really take advantage of the whole quarantine thing bro those videos like we're doing oh, yeah. we're doing some videos right now 
where everybody's in their own space filming and recording themselves. And I'm going to put it all together. I'm going to bring it back to the lab, put it through the back computer. And then yeah. we're going to have a dope little quarantine I'm video. I'm sure you saw Goldfingers recently. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I was man. like, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. It was so cool. They killed it, man. <clears throat> yeah, we need to do that stuff. Um, we we have been sharing ideas for songs and stuff and just discussing next steps. But a lot of the discussions are more towards getting back on the road and when that's going to be and then what we do to make money in between. And this is exactly what you do is get your YouTube views up and, you know, do live streams. Yeah, it's all moved on on the onlines. Uh, Jennifer wants to know what songs from each other's bands would you like to cover? This is a good one. Hmm. Uh, I wouldn't even attempt to go cover first. A pacifier song. That, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are way too skilled for that. Which one? All of them. Which one would you like to cover? Oh. I would oh, want to do no. either Start from Scratch or, um, yeah, or so. Barcelona. Do it. That'd be fun. For for um, for cashed out. Um, oh man, I don't know. I mean, I probably songs. I could easily cover uh, "Being Easy." <laughs> yeah, that would be easy. Wouldn't it? it would. Be. <laughs> I I want to cover "Weed Man," but I don't know if I can hit that note. That's what I'm saying. You guys, you can, you can change the key of songs. You know this. Oh, yeah. You know this more so than not. I know, this. but I would want it to be authentic. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that is like it's ridiculously high. I it really is. Every Melodyne time help out with that, or you just yeah, I, mean, I can hit it, it. I can hit it, but every time I'm like, it's hit or miss. It's like there's a sixty percent chance that if I drink red wine beforehand, I'm pretty good because it, it like. <laughs> It's a, it uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, anti inflammatory. So, but if I don't have the wine, so I don't know. That's why this, this last tour, I didn't smoke with anybody. So I didn't get sick. And yeah. I was on it for most of the time. A couple of times, I'll, I'll be like, <laughs> my weed, man. Yeah. <laughs> my weed, my weed, man. <laughs> it happens. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I just got to act like it doesn't. Riddle with bullets guys. and weed man. <laughs> right, I would say a Ballyhoo track. I, I would do start from scratch if I could, but I can't. And I would say Ballyhoo. I would do. I think I would do the front, either the front porch or I would cover Ross Vader because I started jamming that. Maybe I'll do a Ross Vader thing. <clears throat> And that was Jen Keen. Yeah. What's up, Jen? That was How a you great doing? Question. That was awesome. Um, yeah, that, that I like. I'd said something about that a couple of weeks ago on one of my streams, like how fun it would be to like have all our friends' bands like cover each other, you know, in the studio. Just pick a song from you know. Pass fire, bumping uglies, cashed out, tropidelic. Like so everybody mixes it up, you know. It'd be fun to go, to kind of see what would happen with that, you know. Yeah, I uh, I got out every now and then. I get out my old video camera from 
old pacifier days and all the stuff even before that. And I've re been re-inspired to like try and actually put together a documentary about pacifier and, you know, include footage from everybody from childhood, like all the dumb stuff that we used to do, what let, what led us to become where we are now. And like, I have so much footage and I'm sure Bree is bored to death of it, but I've just been going through and watching footage from like high school, <laughs> pulling pranks in high school and making stupid little movies with my friends and stuff. Like that is definitely a project that I can actually like reasonably take on right now because of this extra time. <clears throat> that would be awesome, dude. I know your fans. I'm sure you guys <clears throat> I'm sure the Spanglers have a bunch of old like high eight, the super eight millimeter videos. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I got a whole box of VHS. Yeah. Yeah. A whole box of VHS from the high school and shit. Remember, remember uh, we did, we have a two, two volumes of uh, Dick and Howie's Howie's. one and two. Um, (laughs) Weekend at Howie's. Dickin. Dickin. Like around. Dickin around. (laughs) Just Dickin and Howie's. Like the and first like, sequence, is, it's, it's like the Saturday Night Fever record. I don't think the, the whole first sequence is us do doing stupid shit to that. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. We, we have all kinds of footage of goofing off with our friends like at home. And before that, like when we were like 14 and 15, like goofing off, like making sketches and stuff like SNL style, you know, in, in our basement. And, uh, you know, it's just, just a matter of like transferring it all and, doing something fun with it i wish we had youtube back things we'd have been famous <laughs> <Just don't. laughs> i actually have hold on i have a box right here oh aubrey says do your kids know that y'all are famous or is it that's just what that okay well that's a question for, for draven then what do you think about uh your dad being you know kind of kind of famous you never talk about your famous I mean, I guess, yeah, a little bit. Do you think it's cool that people listen to our songs, or are you just like, yeah, whatever, Dad? It's cool, <laughs> of course. Do you tell your friends how cool I am at school? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. You better. <laughs> what, what, does Kellen, what does Kellen think, though? It's it's just my job. It's your job. Yeah, he has to Daddy's interest. going to work. Pretty much, yeah. I don't know. I've seen videos of Greg and his kid doing yeah. all kinds of funny stuff. He's uh, that's he's uh, a I don't have a kid, but uh, I think Bob thinks that <laughs> what we do is really great. Hey, Ted, <laughs> can you do us a favor for uh, for, for 420 to really round out the podcast today? Could you put What's that? Could you put uh, a hat, sunglasses, and a scarf on your dog. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Oh, look at Landon. Oh, my God. He's there so he huge. Hey, so. Oh, there he is. What's up, man? Do you think. Oh, man. Do you think I'm famous? Here, come here. It really is. Bring your son to work today. And uh, here with Bob. What was the question again? Does he? Uh, oh wait, does does he know that you're? Yeah, do he they know, know that you're famous? Oh, okay, is it? Am I famous, or is it just like what I do? It's cool. 
the back side or this oh, side? Why are you going to be all shy? You're not even shy. I can't make it. Say hi to... At this point, Bob is more famous than I am. You can go check him out on Instagram. <laughs> Does he have an Instagram Bob account? Six. I'm trying to kind of freedom. Does he really have an Instagram account? That's great. Look at the, look at all the family. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously though, could you I'll say it one more time. Could you, Ted, please? Put your put your dog in a hat, <laughs> sunglasses, and a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Uh, funny, please. <laughs> animal and people clothes is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Wait, these sunglasses. Please <laughs> do it. Hold on. I don't do you have, have like a, a Gilligan hat you can put a, put on them. Anything. Um, Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yeah. The yellow shades. <clears throat> Sam Look, Landon, you with you a hat and sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got it better than a hat. Scarf or something. All right, hold on. Hold on. Greg, you going to dress up like Logan Rex for Halloween this year? No. I don't. She nailed it, but I, I don't think I can. She did, she did nail it. She did nail it. She looked. She looked yeah. just like Greg. Um, they all nailed it. Actually, they're, they're all. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about yeah, this. He doesn't. He don't want to wear. He doesn't do the sunglasses, but no, the helmet's yeah. not going to work. I was going to put a helmet on him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dark. He's like, what's going on? He's like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> he looks so offended. All right, uh, yeah, going he does. back into my closet. <laughs> oh, just how dare you put your clothes? On. He's like, why does the human slave act like such an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a jacket no, that he won't put on. I love that. He's got a jacket. Look at him. He's he's like, what are you doing? Yeah, he won't put it on though. What are you doing? <laughs> Look at that puppy dog. That's a cute dog. Yeah, so sunglasses fail. He'd probably do a scarf. He's like, what are you doing, man? Let's not torment the poor boy. Uh, Donald, what are you eating? Huh? What are you eating? I'm not eating anything. (laughs) (laughs) Does it look like I'm eating something? I guess it looks like you're chewing on them. Are we taking a trip or a tour of the passive farm? Yes. I think they're talking about me because I've gone in my mouth. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah. We. Uh, uh, oh, uh, we have to talk about the um, the Portland show for Cat. Oh. Was this the, so? This is the one that had that outside patio, right? Where the merch was. Is that correct? He's not worried about Fortnite right now, bud. No, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm on the wrong internet. You need to get on the right internets. What's happened? <clears throat> We've lost him. He's We've on that farm internet. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we were. She looks extra fucking. The Star Theater has that, that, that outside area where everybody chills, and there's, like, the merch out there. Is that right? Star Theater? 
Yeah. You just described like half the venues. <laughs> I'm having a hard time remembering. I, I like if it's the venue I'm talking about, that was a great show and the outside was cool. And yeah, it was awesome. I don't ever remember the venues. Or was that with Expendables? I'm trying to. No, I'm pretty sure that's it was. Cool. There we go. Okay. That's cool painting. Oh, that's nice. That's real nice. That's a, that's a Salisbury native uh, Afro lurker. He's if you just look up lurker on Instagram, he's got a lot of cool stuff for yeah, sale. That's cool. Yeah, that's really neat. Uh, Little Spangler, do you play Fortnite or Roblox? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Draven plays uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Kellen does as well. Yeah. He has something to tell Draven too. He's like, I got something to tell Draven about Fortnite. What does he want to tell him? I don't know. So he ran back inside. <laughs> oh, okay. He's all over the place. Um, see, what is this, Greg? What is adoption at the Pepper Show? What is this? Adoption? Oh. Did you get adopted by them? <laughs> no, no, no. We, um, <laughs> no, we helped announce uh, kids getting adopted. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. You know, I it, um, it, it just wanted to have us a part of it, and we were happy to do it. So, um, congratulations again if you're watching. Awesome. Obviously, you're That's watching. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. We we had to do a gender reveal in Annapolis one time. Oh, that's fun. It's all, that's, uh, it was kind of strange, <laughs> but uh, it was cool. It was totally the opposite we, of what they thought it was. We never be. mind like being in those positions. They are like a little. It's like, oh, all right, we'll do them. And we we like to be a part of your life. If you're going to yeah. remember that for the rest of your life, fuck it, yeah, let's do it. You, know? you guys stand on birthday shoutouts. Um, yeah, there's a lot of those. Um, I'm all for birthday shoutouts. Um, the Okay. Oh, there's the Fortnite info. Yep. I'm here in Fortnite. <clears throat> yeah, he said there's a purple uh, ball in the sky for a new event or something. Yeah. On 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 Fortnite and <laughs> and um and and when you look up on the battle pass, you can see it. <laughs> it's like a little purple circle in the sky. <laughs> I'm gonna go He's gonna go check it out. Let's see. Craig is go so stoned. Then. Oh, come now on, Corey. Yeah. yeah. It's it's sick. It's well, hold on. Back to the birthday shout outs. What do you guys think about proposals? I'm, I'm with Greg. Like, if you're going to remember this for the rest of your life, uh, then I'm, I'm for it. You know, it's just a matter of <clears throat> the proper planning. I actually was supposed to do it in Jacksonville for a couple and I forgot. I totally forgot. And one of the dude's friends, oh, no. one, one of the dude's friends chased us down, oh, came to the good. van and was like, bro. And he was like, kind of aggro about it. And I was like, yo, bro, you forgot about, I'm like, yo, relax. Like no. I got a lot to remember, man. You know? And, uh, <sighs> ended up going back in there and doing it like yeah. after the show was over. And she was like, I hope that they still, you know, enjoyed it or whatever. But man, I felt bad. You know, I was like, "Fuck," because I told him we would do it. You know, but <clears throat> I think on the same yeah. you know, the same note, I feel like if you're gonna do that with a band, if you're gonna ask a band to do something like that for you, 
make sure you're in constant contact. Cause I didn't hear from them at all that day. And I forgot about it. You know, make sure you're in constant contact with the tour yeah, manager gotta, and the band so that they know to do this because, you know, it's easy to forget that stuff. And cause we have a lot to think about all day long. We have a lot of shows and there's a lot of things going on, you know? And like, I get it like right now, I get a lot of like people asking for shout outs in like my DM, like, Hey, can you send a message to my, my friend or whatever? And I, I want to do it, but it's to be so much and it gets, there's no organization in the DM, you know, it's like, I can't remember it all the time. And then I feel bad. And like, yeah. You know, I so think, please, like, don't think, don't take offense if the artist who has to do that said they were going to do it and they didn't do it. It's not that they don't want to do it most of the time. It's that they forgot because there's just so much going on. It's just hard to remember this stuff, you know, so I hope that people don't get mad about that shit. That's my only, my only kind of thoughts on that, you know? Yeah. I think that I just, people forget. My, that just, we oh, used to do. I was just say we used to do proposals. We used to allow people to get up on stage and propose and all that. And like, first of all, it takes up like five to 10 minutes of a set time, especially if you're an opener or support, like there's not enough time to share with somebody for that purpose. Also, um, in, you know, going through my own journey of like, how am I going to propose and all that? And like that, I think it's really important to propose not in front of a crowd of people because you're going to get a different reaction. If, you know, if a, if a girl is in front of 250, 500,000 people and somebody proposes, it's like, if she says no, she's the bitch. So she's going to say yes, but then there might be this awkward time afterwards. Like just do it sincerely in a quiet place where it's just between you. That's my belief is like, don't do it at a show. But I get it that people want to get like get engaged to the music live and there's a connection there. I get it. And if that's your thing, so be it. But we don't really do proposals anymore. Sometimes, but really not a lot at all. Sometimes there's just not enough time, like you said, you know, and uh, if it's a headliner show, like I'm usually for it. But if it's like we're opening for somebody we're supporting, like it's like we ain't got time for that. I'm sorry, you know. Um, but it is nice when, you know, couples will include us in their, in their wedding, like with the music, they'll walk down the aisle to it or or whatever, or walk out at the reception. Like, that's amazing to me, man. I, I, I'm, I'm grateful that anybody wants to bring us into their lives like that make us a part of something so so special, you know? Yeah. What were you going to say, Greg? I was just going to, when he was talking about the shout outs and the birthday shout outs, I was just thinking that like. People often don't realize the headspace that we're in during a performance. It's not like you're, there's a whole bunch of clarity and you're thinking clearly about whatever, at least for me, uh, I, I'm in a daze. I'm like, I could barely look somebody in the eye. If we make eye contact, that's like, I'm surprised because I'm, it's tunnel vision. Basically you're kind of like, especially if you have in-ears in. in Yeah, I can't hear yeah, you're not, you know, somebody, somebody could be yelling at you yeah. and I see your mouth moving. I just don't, know, <laughs> I don't hear what you're saying. Yeah. And then it's, it, you know, it's hard to pull yourself Do out you guys of it. Use audience remember mics? at a certain time that you got to say a certain name. That's the best. We don't, I don't do, we don't do audience mics. We were talking about maybe doing that though. Yeah, we, we don't. That makes a big difference for me because it was weird 
at first getting into ears, but like still being able to hear the crowd and to be able to hear the sound of the PA in the room. Cause that's, that's immediately what you cut out when you go to ears. It's like the sound reverberating off the back wall. Like just the full, the full experience of being in it. So I, I like the audience mics and it helps me to hear what people are saying. But if somebody's standing right in the middle and the audience mics are really far off to the left and right, I can't hear what they're saying. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like, <clears throat> hold on, hold on. What? Okay. Okay. You got to love what? when the, the, the person in the front row is wasted and screaming at you something, you know, trying to like, get you to play a song and you're just like, yeah. Like, bro, I, I got a lot to do up here. I got a lot to remember. Like, I'm already forgetting lyrics. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I had someone sneak up behind me, and I'm in the middle of playing a song. Just get, like, punched in my rib cage, basically. And then I turn around, this girl's going, can you play Walk Away next? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And unfortunately for us, the very next song was Walk Away. So now she probably thinks that kind of thing works. Like, your mom plays Walk Away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the go, best go is when they shout out a word from the song that they think yeah. is the title. They're like, play Volcano! <laughs> play Volcano! I'm like, we don't have a song called Volcano. They're like, we're the volcano we rock! Don't! I'm like, okay, that's submersible, but you think it's called Volcano, so we'll play Volcano for you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's why I like, I'll have songs that have the like a, an entire line of the song is the title of the song. <laughs> uh, alcohol is beautiful tonight. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah. There's no discrepancies. That's great. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long the song is. We always shorten it to one word for the set list. So I'm sorry for all the people that have collected set lists and they look at it and they're like, what is Neff? Like all like, abbreviated everything i'm sure people have gotten our cell list and like what is boner yeah Did, do you do you remember boner yeah. you guys remember boner yeah. i have a whiteboard with your yeah. uh your songs before they were they had titles yeah yeah and it's got what it probably, yeah i shouldn't say it i'm not gonna say it right? <laughs> is it bear yeah, there's a bear in it. Yeah, bear. Yeah. That one I figured it out. That one became bootleggers. Yeah. Uh we have really ridiculous names. I remember one time, uh, it might have been for uh for pineapple grenade sessions, um, when they were still like we hadn't had full names, like actual names for the songs yet. And I asked you, I was like, hey, can you get the roughs to us, you know, so I can give the guys for reference to listen to, you know, to oh, write more shit or whatever. <laughs> And you changed all the song titles on the MP3s. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I don't know what song this is. Like, like and then none of the guys did, you know. <laughs> you would like create change all the names to like different puns and stuff. It's like, you know, just, that's uh, what he does. Oh yeah, I do remember doing that. <laughs> yeah, I still have them. They're on my hard drive as the way you title them. I have to look those up. Sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, that's okay. Hey, it worked out. That's good. You guys have been in the Adobe studio at uh, Sonic Ranch. Yeah. yeah. They they have the cow or they, they have a uh, like a cow couch. Oh, to the the right in there. Oh. Is like, it, it, there no way there were there were two yeah, big couches. Like a couch and like it's yeah. 
Yeah, and one of them, it's faux cow. It's not real yeah, cow, right. but it's fake cow. For cow. And so uh, the the album, what was it? Um, Everyone and Every Night, original album name was Faux Cow Sofa. Faux Cow Sofa. Faux Cow. That's a good, that's a cool title. It was Faux Cow Sofa. Wow. And then at one point we were like, that is the dumbest title. We need to change it. We named it after a couch in the studio. This is so dumb. That's amazing, though. Uh, Kaylee says, next Pacifier show, I'm yelling out, play Volcano. I, oh, you started something. I think yeah, everyone's going to become a thing now. Next great. Pacifier show, <laughs> every Pacifier show, I want everybody out there, someone to go, play Volcano. It's on now. <laughs> you you done fucked up. That's good stuff. Let's see. Yep. Yeah, we should just start a bunch of... Um, things while we're off right now like tell people with the next show you got to scream this and then by the time we play these shows people it'll get around we'll all get around and then every every song you'll have something like everybody yell out something through the whole show yeah at the next show you got to bring a picture of your dog with sunglasses and a scarf <laughs> yes that should be your next t-shirt is Bob in a sunglasses, hat, and yeah. scarf? Pacifier. Uh, the seller. He, he is oh, very masculine. Like, that was, that was be the be best idea. <clears throat> um, Are you recording these ideas that we're coming up with? Uh, you can come back and watch the podcast later if you like. Um, so uh, it was wonderful to see you all. Yes. Thank you it's for cool being here. Yeah. What are your uh, what are your plans? Everybody's got big plans. Calendars are packed, I'm sure. What are you guys doing today? Well, I'm gonna try to get my electric fix and then I'm gonna try to record some drum tracks. Yay. I'm going fishing. You going fishing? I'm yeah, going you fishing. gotta send me I, I wanna do the video thing. Um <clears throat> it is uh almost done. Scott's doing his parts. He did his parts yesterday. And this week, I'm going to be editing all those videos, okay. and I will send it over to you. That's going to be fun. All right. Oh, that's right. You're doing Renegade, right? Yep. That's exciting. Ted's doing Renegade. Nice. Uh, what what cashed out song can we rename? It's got to be organic. Good at getting high. Good at getting high. I actually was going to do that um, for, I thought it'd be a good idea. All right, hear me. I'll just say this idea. Fuck it. I thought. We're all, bias. We're all ears. Yeah. So I thought I would do like an acoustic tour at a, only in like California, Colorado, and then eventually Florida, maybe Maryland because they got them, but do like acoustic dispensary tour and call it the good at getting high tour. There you go, dude. This podcast <laughs> that's has been full of ideas today. Yeah, Great we just ideas. have like three drummers. Yeah, you should have three drummers. Sure, fuck <laughs> it. I mean, we can we can do. Why can't we? You know, we Ted plays some drums. Four drummers. I'll run a beat machine. He's good. I seen him. I seen him on his little 
see that thing. Wait, wait. Hold on, guys. Not three drummers. Four drummers. We've been playing a lot of drums. <laughs> well, uh, eight drummers. What up, Jason Moorhead? B Foundation. Yeah, Jason, yeah. Um, so uh, up, thanks, dude? guys, for, uh, for uh, taking my call today. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. It's great what to a, see you, boys. This turned out to be a uh, pretty, pretty fun one. Wide screen. It was already fun, Greg. I'm, I'm not dissing you or anything. That was great. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. No, Ted really came in and saved day, Donald, too. No, this is, this is how, you know, <laughs> this ended up how, like, this is perfect. All, all these guys on here, like, uh, happy 420, everybody. And um, yeah. stay safe. Stay in your house. The, the longer you stay in your house, the sooner we get to go back outside. Yeah. And, yes. uh, and uh, yeah, stay healthy. Yeah. And um, thanks for tuning in to episode 113 of Tales from the Green Room podcast. Uh, follow me over at the YouTubes and the Instagram at Howie Spangler. Follow all these guys right here. There yeah. and there. I, I don't. This is so hard. I don't, it's really it's so weird. weird. Back, it's like backwards or something. Follow Greg, <laughs> Donald. Oh, hold on. Wait, can we touch it? Hold on. Oh, I need to clean my nails. Ted, are you sure. a, are you above me on your screen? It's like, hey, Ted, what's going on, man? Wait, let's touch. <laughs> No, but, other way, uh, other way, other way, other hey, way. Hey, Donald, hold on, Donald. <laughs> put what? Your, there, put your head up is. so I can brush your hair. Like, oh. put your head to the top. Thanks. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, Greg. Let's let's high five. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> All right, Donald. Here you go. Wait, um, I don't know how to high five that way. The other hand, you guys can do that. There we go. Boom. There we go. Boom. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Goofy. We're we're touching tips. Yeah. (laughs) This has been a great Stoner podcast episode. Um, Thank you guys very much. uh, Ted, everybody, enjoy your your, your sour D's and uh, whatever else like you got it. going on. Um, uh, thanks to uh, pa- oh, it's uh, a big Pastor, day. It's a big day. Pastradamus over here. Thank you very much for uh, <laughs> all the wonderful music, Ted. You as well, Donald, for the killer drums. And um, you know, go subscribe. Tales from the Green Room, and uh, make sure you go watch all these guys on their socials. Everybody's doing cool shit, so. Yeah, I got to make a podcast now, so. Dude, the Secret Stash podcast with you and the boys. I'm telling you, it's going to be hot. You should do it. We'll do it. Okay? Motivation. All right, boys. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. Happy 420. Happy 420. Peace, guys.